about your business, the podcast that supports you to grow your business, take action and have more freedom. I'm your host, Nicole Louise Weiner, business coach, mentor and strategist, and I'll be sharing with you the pitfalls, challenges and growth tip with actionable insights and the truth behind business success. So make sure you listen all the way through. Before we get started, if you love the podcast and if you've been listening since the beginning, Or if you're new, I would love if you could go over to Apple or Spotify or wherever you find your podcast and leave me a review. This helps to make sure the podcast gets seen and heard by more people, which means that I can support more people with the tips that I'm sharing. Thank you very much. So let's drive straight in. Three common causes of scope creep and how to avoid them. Now, scope creep (laughs) costs you time, money and energy with your clients who will push the boundaries and ask for more if you, of course, let them. So hands up people pleasers, hands up nurturers, hands up heart-led people who also want to avoid conflict, where it feels like if you put boundaries in place and then you have to stick to them, it can feel really tricky where you feel like you're letting people down. But it's really, really important to understand why in your business you need to be conscious of this because if you are allowing your clients to consistently ask for more, get more from you, more than what the project is defined as or what what the the investment the price, the service, the packages to find as you're really putting yourself last here, which means that if you're in the moment, if you're thinking, oh, I, I want to earn some more money, I want to bring in some more sales, I want to work with some more clients, but you find yourself not having any time, this could be one of the reasons why, because we need to make sure that it's really, really clear in expectations with your clients right from the start, and then also reassess those, right? So I'm going to share some things with you that have definitely happened for me in the past five years of running a business online, and that happened for lots of my clients and that I support them with in inside my masterminds and inside my membership. So, you know, if you have um, an ambiguous scope, right, this is one of the biggest reasons that people find scope creep happens because the scope that you set at the start of working with somebody isn't clear. So the way to overcome this is to make sure that you are sitting, setting clear and concise and detailed scope. So things like what people can expect, when they can expect them by, and if there are deadlines that they need to meet to enable you to provide them with a service or provide them with their with what they're paying for, then we need to be clear on what you need from them as well as what they need from you. It's not just a one-way thing. So for example, one of my clients is a CV writer and one of the things that she finds quite a lot is that people don't meet the deadlines. People come to her and say, I really want to find a new job. I want to get a promotion. I want to move on to a new company. I want to change where I'm working, like whatever that is. And they inquire with her and they pay her a deposit and they, and they start working with her. But what's not happening is she's not getting the information that she needs back from them in a timely manner. So even even though we put SLAs in place, for example, for her to be able to respond to that and, for example, have their first draft of their CV back, it means that if they're not meeting the deadlines, that isn't possible. So it's really, really important to understand what you need by when and what your client needs to do by when. And explaining why can be really, really helpful. The ambiguity can often come in the scope that you're setting because people don't understand why. So maybe you have told them, maybe it is detailed before, maybe you had a conversation with them if you hold discovery calls or consultations and you you feel like you outlined it but actually repeating this is not a bad thing and it's important to redefine it as well if you feel like it's not being met so that's the first thing the second thing is actually around having contracts so loads of people who come to work with me which which surprises me as um, sometimes still surprises me now because I am risk averse so I want everything to be in as much control as possible and I you know I work I worked in global investments for 10 years and for three of those was in a global risk environment so setting clear contracts actually having legal contracts that people 
sign that define what the price is, what the investment looks like, what the scope is, what the expectations are, what all of your clauses are around things not being met, around maybe you not doing something or them not doing something, like making sure it's clear for you and for them. And a lot of people avoid contracts or think they just don't need them, but it's not true. You do. If you're entering into an agreement with somebody where they are paying you for a service and you are delivering that service, it's important to have that really clearly outlined. And this protects you and it also protects the client. So making sure that those contracts detail your expectations, the project deliver- deliverables. For example, one of my one of my long-term clients is a graphic designer and we make sure that those contracts also include the iterations that you're going to get of design. You know, you, you want, you've got a project that you're working on and how many changes are you going to get? How many things are going to be included for you? Like, what does that look like? And then if obviously there are additional costs, what they would look like too. So people are really, really clear from the start. So the first two things there, having an um, ambiguous scope. The second thing around crystal clear contracts and not having those and the implications of that and the fact that you should have them. And the third thing is people are going to push you if you let them. So the reason of the reason for scope creep is that actually with love, with total love from me, because I've been here before as well, that if you allow people to push those boundaries, if you allow people to ask for more from you and you just deliver it, but then you sit there feeling resentful and you think, oh my God, like how dare they take the piss? How dare they ask me for that? But you do it, you're enabling the behavior, right? You are enabling the behavior. So one of the things that I would obviously say to you is don't do that, but re- be really clear about how to say no. And I know again, like I said at the start, if you're a people pleaser like me, if you are a nurturer, if you're a heart-led person and you want to avoid that conflict and you want to avoid that difficult conversation, which I totally understand, although in business, you're going to have to do that. You're going to, you are going to have to do that sometimes. It's really about learning how to say no. And I've got some brilliant templates. There's 10 templates that I'm going to leave a link for in the show notes for you, as well as a previous podcast episode where I talked about how to say no in a way that doesn't feel dicky, basically, right? It doesn't feel horrible. So, so the three things there that we've covered around the three common causes of scope creep and how to avoid them is having an ambiguous scope being really crystal crystal clear in your contracts and three about setting and sticking to expectations and learning how to say no thanks for listening to the supercharge your business podcast before i go show me some love for your new favorite podcast by leaving a review and hitting subscribe and to connect with me search nicole louise online over on socials bye for now